the Egg Sausage Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 58 of the Egg Sausage Podcast. My name is Gigi Nabyar. The lovely lady over there is the Dapper Dame. And tonight, we're just hanging out and chatting. So what's up with you? How's everything? How was the stream today? Tell me everything. Stream today was good because I got to do a co-stream with Zara Zodiac, um, which is spelled exactly how it sounds. And she's a lovely friend that lives in the Netherlands. And we were playing oh. this super cute uh, game called Ibn Ab. And you're like these little Pac-Man ghosts. And you just have to like help each other through this um, like side-scrolling terrain. And it like there's uh, there's always like a horizontal bar that goes across the screen. And there's like portals. So you can like drop down through like each side of the world. Um, and you can just like help each other navigate, avoid enemies, use gravity um, in funky ways. And it's a really good time. Hmm. And you guys have been doing that for a couple streams now, right? Uh, this is the second week as of today. And then next week will be our last one. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's cool, though. That's the first time you've really done that with. Some, or no, no. You've had a couple other co-streams, haven't you? I did a co-stream of Portal 2 Co-op with Valen Vane, who's another awesome streamer. I like these names, too. It's like Dapper Dame, Zara Zodiac, Valen Vane. Like, it's, I don't know. Two, uh, two word names. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> and like each letter's the same at the beginning. Right. No, I like that. Yeah. Actually, we should, get, we should get Valen Vane on. Oh, shit. I bet he would love that. Yeah. I have to reach out to him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was a great time. And yesterday, I started my playthrough of resident evil 7 biohazard which was fucking crazy yeah <laughs> oh my god i put a clip of it on twitter and i was just losing my mind for like six hours i want someone to like play every resident evil in succession and rate them on not only the gameplay but scariness i'm really curious um, I mean, that game definitely has a lot of horror elements to it, but this is the only Resident Evil game I've played. Um, I don't know. Like, there's definitely, I call it squelchy. That game is very squelchy. You know, there's a lot of squishing and goop and weird shit in that game. It just makes bad noises. <laughs> okay. Very squelchy. Okay. Have, have you played that one? I have not played that one, no. I, okay. I, so I played up to three probably on the original systems that they were put out on. And then I played the two mm-hmm. remake just because it was more of a nostalgia thing, but mm-hmm. I have not kept up with the genre really period. Like I love the zombie genre, but for whatever reason, gaming and zombies aside from like maybe left for dead, haven't really like popped up on my radar. Okay. Hmm. I mean, it really it depends. It depends. So like with this game, the lore is what's keeping me in the game. I don't really mm. like scary games. I don't like first person shooters. But if like the story is super rich, like so far this one is. Um, and it also has like this this way of playing that gives you a little bit of progress all the time. So you feel like you're advancing, you know, you're, you're not stuck. Yeah. And it's, it, I don't know. There's just something in like my brain chemicals that like, this is right. We just have to keep doing this. That's interesting that you say that because I've never really thought about Resident Evil being a story rich game, but maybe by seven, they really put more emphasis on the story 
I personally like, I mean, obviously like the jump factor, you know, that you can mm-hmm. get from, from certain like little oh, scenes and stuff. So many. <laughs> and, and of course the artwork has been pretty on point for most of the games. We could argue about the camera views and some of the earlier resident evils, but I personally really like the puzzles that are presented mm-hmm. to you in the game. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is like item finding. Like you have to do a lot of exploring, open and touch everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll find items that like you saw the puzzle for, you know, six rooms ago. Yes. So it's not linear in any way. It's a lot of back and forth. And I, I like that, though. And I can see why that would turn someone off. But again, like you talk about like this, like incremental thing, like whenever you mm-hmm. unlock you know, you find that key for that one room that you've been really like wanting to go into, or you're low on ammo and you unlock that door and right beyond the door is ammo. And you're just like, yes. Oh, dude, bullets. Oh, they're so important. Yes. <laughs> so important. Conserve. I got a gun in that game. I was so happy. Yes. Conserve your bullets, people. If you haven't played Resident Evil, that's just like a little a little tip. <laughs> yeah. And I'm playing it uh, like there's easy and there's normal and I'm playing it on normal. So I feel like I get like less ammo and like harder enemies and shit like that. Yeah, I pl- I played the Resident Evil 2 remake on the hardest mode right when I first started streaming it. And uh, I regret it because <laughs> it was really hard, but it's for the content, right? <laughs> I suppose. I mean, like there's there's a happy balance because if I'm not enjoying the game, then, you know, fuck it. Why am I playing it? Um, but there's also like a level of enjoyment that the game is meant to be played at so like when i played alien isolation there was like four different levels of difficulty with like i think nightmare being the hardest and i played one step down from that because that was the recommended difficulty to play at and Mm. i was like oh shit but i want to play on like story or easy or whatever i was like but i also really want to enjoy the game that like the devs intended it to be enjoyed at Sure, sure. I think for me personally, and I understand like that perspective, but mm-hmm. for me personally, I want to get sweaty. If it's too easy, then I'll just like I'll just fuck off. Like I'll be like, "Oh, I can just run past these zombies." And like mm-hmm. or or whatever. I don't know. Like that's maybe a stupid example, but for me personally, it like makes me super focused and like super super sweaty and some people like watching that, so I I don't know. <laughs> No, that's totally fair because you do want it to be challenging. You don't want to just like run through the game and be like, oh, well, that was mediocre. Yeah. And I mean, I I say that sort of tongue in cheek that I regretted uh, playing at that difficulty. It just took some adjustment, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like the first couple times I died, I realized, OK, it takes, you know, it takes two hits to die. You know, so like, OK, I have to adjust the way that I go through a certain corridor or the way that I like, you know, maybe I shoot a zombie here, leave a zombie there, whatever it may be. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of things that you have to calculate that the game doesn't tell you. You know, like I was counting the amount of head, uh, like bullets to the head that I had to do for certain enemies um, before like their head exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like you don't have a health bar. I don't know about the other Resident Evil games. Correct. But yeah, you don't have one. So you just have to kind of guess at how injured you are and when you want to use your very valuable healing items. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 
those can be few and far between depending on the level that you play it as well. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, plus there's like crafting. So you have like other items you can make out of other items and yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and the worst is like when you go past a certain point in the game and you can't go back. I know that there was like a point in the second one where you like go down this sh this like elevator shaft and you you immediately fight a boss afterwards. I hope this isn't spoiling it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but you fight a boss and it's like, holy shit, I wish I could have gone back and done X, Y, and Z to be way more prepared for this fight. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of nervous. I mean, I'm not too far into seven, but I am nervous about like there's like a main area, like a main hall or whatever, and there's like five doors out of that room. And so far I've had to like double back like twice to keep unlocking other doors in that room, but I don't know what door is going to be the last door, you know? Like mm. what if the third door I open leads me to a whole other area where there is no backsies? Right. <laughs> then I don't get that like super cool gun that I saw through a peephole that could totally mow down enemies. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. But there's of course there's like a a puzzle to get there, you know? So Absolutely. <laughs> All the doors are locked from the other side. <laughs> That's why like I I personally the last time that I played Resident Evil, like I've wanted to be like a completionist, you know, and get mm -hmm. everything versus like taking little like shortcuts which i mean you can beat the game that way because that's how speedrunners do it mm -hmm. but yeah i, I want to be prepared <laughs> so same when i go into a boss fight i want to make sure i have enough heals and enough ammo and i'm not having to like i don't know redo it 20 times because i fucked up getting all my resources yep <laughs> that's the worst oh man have you ever saved in like a shitty spot like you yep. can't save and you save with like half health and then you have to start the fight again with half health. Yeah, that's really brutal. So I don't know how seven works, but two, you have to have um, typewriter ink cartridges to make a save in the hardest mode. So if you have no mm. cartridges, you cannot save. Oh, no. So you sad. have to use them wisely <laughs> in the easier modes. You, you can just save as many times as you want. So. And in seven, there's save locations. There's hmm. rooms that have um, a, a, a tape recorder. Oh, okay. Um, and you go in there and you can save on the, the tape deck. Gotcha. Um, and it's really nice when you walk in too. I, I didn't know this before I played this game, but those save locations have like, like music that plays when you enter that area. So as soon as you walk in, you're like, oh, it's the song yeah you're like i'm safe <laughs> yeah you're like finally i can breathe i can stretch i can add a craft if i want a quick interruption guys we experienced some technical difficulties right here we're sorry as soon as you walk into those areas because i was looking up like music to play during like the starting soon and brb of my stream and i looked up like resident evil music and there's like save music for like each game i think like in those areas like they all have their own little tracks so as soon as i started to recognize that i was like oh my god like, it's so nice <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah no i i like that's uh that feeling that you get in those games whenever you get to that point of like literally stretching you know like sometimes you're yeah. just so tensed you know when you're running through or 
doing whatever and you get to that point you can just like you can have like a sigh of relief <laughs> yeah oh dude so like i play on mouse and keyboard i don't use controller mm -hmm. um but i i have like really hard like shellac on my nails and i snapped one of them like in half because i was just hitting so like the buttons like so fucking hard because i was just like so tense and i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the i mean yeah physically physically hurting yourself during video games it's a real thing folks <laughs> thankfully i've never like thrown anything or broken anything playing a game um i'm surprised i haven't like shoved like my like wasd keys through my keyboard yep but yeah I've, i don't know so, so far i've come out unscathed yeah i i mean you've seen probably like streamer compilations of people breaking their keyboards or punching monitors or whatever it may be but that has not been me and i've played some rage inducing games for sure i'm i'm proud of myself <laughs> That's good. I did see a picture on Twitter not too long ago of um, what is it? He called it like a baby rage moment and he like slammed his hands down on his desk and his desk was glass and it shattered and everything fell through. No. <laughs> yeah, it's not not a a picture that you want to be uh, taking. Oh, you no. know, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, is it the 90s? Like who has a ta uh, glass table any like anymore? I mean, before I had this one, I had a, a glass desk, but it was also hand-me-down, so it probably was from the 90s. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That 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 fad died real hard back then. <laughs> it's so hard to keep clean. Like, everything shows up on it, and it just scratches so easy. So, yeah, and, thank God that's it. And if you're a rager, you break things. <laughs> so... <laughs> Definitely. It will definitely... Like, your table looks really solid. I'm sure if you banged on that thing, it's going to hurt you more than you hurt it absolutely it's gonna fight back <laughs> yeah i mean i've got an ikea like super basic tabletop desk if i if i went hard enough at it i think it would it would crumble but like this thing's pretty goddamn sturdy so i'm I'm not planning on banging my desk anytime soon either but <laughs> yeah well that's good i'm glad um i forgot if i've asked you this before but are you playing any spooky games for spooky season I have just kind of played Resident Evil just because that's just my speed of game. Like when it comes to like spooky, spooky stuff. Um, sure. You're going to give, was it three, a crack again? Maybe on an easier level? Uh, the two remake, three. maybe. Um, my friend Jake actually sent me a text the other day and was telling me about a game called phasmophobia oh that just came out yeah do you know anything about it yeah everybody is playing it right now uh barcore is trying to get me to play it oh okay cool yeah he says it's like a have you seen any play of it he sent me a youtube video and i haven't watched it yet okay do you know like the tldr of it not really he just said it was a first person sort of game and i was like okay so you can play it alone but it's not recommended oh um because everything is a lot harder so you want to play with like a team of four people total and you ghost hunt hmm. so it's kind of like you and your three buds and you have like your tools like your emf and your crosses and uh, all kinds of different shit and you drive your trailer to like different locations um and you have these objectives and you have to like reach these objectives to see what kind of a 
entity that you're up against, whether it's like a banshee or a demon or uh, whatever the uh, fuck the other ones are. Um, <laughs> I don't know much about spooky stuff. Um, but it gets fucking crazy. It gets crazy. So like if you miscalculate what you're facing against and like let's let's say you're facing a demon um and you don't throw down a cross like the cross is kind of like your protector you know right um so if you don't do that it can just leap at you and kill you oh is it always um, a team composition game um like do you always I have mean, a team are you like are you basically thrown in with random people if you play by yourself I don't know if you can play with randoms. Hmm. I think that there's matchmaking, um, but I haven't personally played the game. I've just seen other people play it. Okay. Uh, and they, they usually queue up with their friends. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I know at least I have two friends, Jake and Barcore, to play with, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it again, like I don't put uh, I don't put a lot into playing spooky games during the season. I like to a little bit of decoration um mm -hmm. you know maybe I'll, I'll dress up on stream i can't even remember if i dressed up on stream last year or the year before that i don't know i don't think i did i think i just played something spooky i played alien isolation yeah in outlast oh yeah yeah you did too you were you were mm -hmm. you were a brave soul <laughs> yeah well i got through outlast really quick because it's not a very long game and i was like well i mean we're only like the second week of october so let's play alien isolation and then that took me three weeks oh fuck. <laughs> yeah that game i played for like 40 hours i didn't realize that it was that long i mean if you hide a little bit less it's probably shorter but i you know i played locker simulator basically because i'm a chicken <laughs> i mean there's nothing wrong there's no wrong way to play a game like that in my humble opinion you know that's true if you get to the end you get to the exactly end. winning's winning <laughs> true if you a game's wild though i mean it's i like some sci-fi horror type stuff but mm -hmm. i like yeah i just i tend to gravitate more towards zombies if i'm going to play video games with with that in mind you know okay maybe maybe there's some other zombie game out there that i don't know about that i'll have to dig into have you played soma no but uh i've seen it streamed it looks very intense <laughs> it's very very atmospheric so like you have really good headphones so this game will like affect you more than somebody who has like shitty skull candies or something sure um and I mean, even when I played it, I didn't have good headphones, but you feel so immersed just because like they did such a good, uh, what do you call it? Like sound design, mm. um, in, in that game, the story's really good. Uh, but also the game, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to like spoil anything for you, but it is, it's a good game and it doesn't take super long. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I, we've talked about this many times, but I gotta like, I got, I really do have to be like into playing a, a story-based game like that and so we'll see yeah but i mean if you don't try how do you know <laughs> you're right I feel, like, I feel like as soon as you hear the word like plot you're just like ah. no not necessarily i just have to be in that like gear i switch i have like phases i feel like of gaming uh but i think the story side of me has been like sort of like maybe asleep for too long <laughs> you know gotcha. and 
maybe maybe a game like soma isn't the one to like come back on maybe something like a little bit more not scary uh even though i that doesn't bother me but like you know maybe not that genre okay. of game to get me back into <laughs> a story-based game what genre would you uh, do you want like a like a happier story or like a i'm not sure what you look i don't for, know like, in story games. i don't know <laughs> we'll see <laughs> we'll see I'm, I'm sure you will twist my arm enough one of these days and i'll play a story game <laughs> um i think you might like inmost inmost is a really good story game um is what what's like the what's the environment what's the atmosphere like in in the game side scroller pixel okay okay i prefer a little um, more modern modern style graphics if i'm going if I'm going story, I this is the only pixel game I've ever played, but it didn't bother me that it was pixeled. Normally, like people have been like, "Oh, play Stardew," you know, "play play," uh, you know, "To the Moon," like all these like pixelated games. I'm like, ah, but I like just looking at it. I don't like it, mm. you know. It's just like turns me off from it. But that one, like, it didn't bother me. I honestly always forget that Stardew is even like consider that that game is like is designed very well. Mm -hmm. so i have to hand it to him yeah and like, um it's and most is made by the same people oh okay cool 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 so but is like is it the same style of game where you're like kind of just you're you you have some freedom but it still follows a story sort of thing yes yeah. it's not open world okay um so you do you play from like the perspective of three characters and when you hit like these like checkpoints in the game you swap um and then each time you change characters, like you get more of the story and figure out like how they're connected. Oh, I like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I do like, uh, that, that sort of like gives it some variety in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That game is a lot more like psychological because of the story aspect, but I, I wouldn't consider it like a horror game by any means. It's just a little gloomy. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to watch like a little bit of gameplay of it. <laughs> yeah dude watch the trailer they did such a good job okay I, listen well i mean either that or like watch a streamer play just a little bit not enough to like spoil anything but just enough to get a mm -hmm. feel of like how the streamers reacting to the game you know and yeah so i don't know i mean i feel like a lot of the time you get more you get more of like a pure feedback from a streamer versus like a youtube video or an article you know or whatever oh yeah so yeah youtube videos are generally edited um and articles don't really tell me anything well like also with youtube videos you can sort of like skew your own opinion after you record the gameplay footage and like sort of like stew on the experience and maybe like you feel different after you recorded it versus like going to a streamer and asking them questions directly you sort of get that pure response yeah it was i don't know it was really nice when i played that game because i did stream it um so it was actually like a weird like happenstance kind of thing um so you know dapper jameson yeah um he gave me the the code for that game because he got it from one of his sponsors like logitech or something right and he's like hey, I'm not going to play this game. I don't play story games. Like, here, have a code. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Um, 
and I was having some audio issues because I couldn't get my Go XLR to stop like bugging out. Right. So I was like, well, I'll play this game and I'll use it as like my test, you know, because I don't know what this game is about. Um, I have no idea. I'll just stream this and I'll test my audio. So it was like nine o'clock at night, which I normally stream at 1 p.m. Yeah. Um, and I start playing this game and I'm testing my audio. And then like a couple people are popping in and they're like, how did you get this game? Because it hadn't come out until like three hours from then. Because mm. um, I just had like an early access code, I guess. Right. I, James didn't tell me that. I didn't know anything about the game. Yeah. <laughs> so I started playing it um, and I ended up like falling in love with it. I was like, this is so good. I stayed up until one in the morning. Mm. Um, and I just kept playing it. And then even like Chucklefish, like the devs like came into my stream. Um, and they were hanging out with the community and that was super chill. Yeah. And then that night, like I went to sleep and like, I had a dream about the game and then I woke up and I started stream three hours early so that I could play the game again. And I was like, I have, I have to know, I have to know the end. I, um, I can't remember the last time I've done that. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, I was so geeked about that game. I had like a dream in pixels. Like it was really bizarre. That is awesome. <laughs> I don't think it's bizarre at all. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. I They came back the next day too and they're like, hey, you're still playing the game. And I was like, fuck yeah, I am. This game's awesome. <laughs> so how many hours was it from start to completion? Mm, so I always look for the lore in games and this one has like optional lore that you can like go back to a specific character and get. Mm. So it took me like, I think six hours. Okay. That's not terrible. Yeah, it, it, it's not that long. Yeah. I mean, what's like a what's like a good average? I mean, it seems like six hours is a little on the low side, but most games you kind of want to see like what, like 13 to 20 hours. It depends. It really depends. I take my time in games. So if, if I play something for. Less than 10 hours, it's a short game for anybody else. Hmm. Um, but if I have like 20 plus hours in a game, like I'm invested. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you sort of break it down, I mean, the only games that I've had more than say like 48 hours, like two real days, two whole real fucking days in are like games mm -hmm. that are open world, you know, battle Royale, mm -hmm. whatever it may be like not, not a story game. So for you to like spend 40 hours in like wait have you spent 40 hours in a linear game or like it, it has to have it probably has to have a lot of options to spend 40 hours in right what do you mean by like linear game like you're basically following a certain path that doesn't deviate much from the end like sort like you know, like open world games where you have like the ability to like, you just dick around. yeah, you could dick around and like do little like side quests and shit like that. Like, are you spending 40 hours on a linear game? I mean, Alien Isolation was linear because you just have like task after task and it's just to continually get the fuck out of wherever you are. That's you can't deviate. That's crazy. 40 hours. <laughs> yeah. 40 hours of sweat. That's what yeah. that was. <laughs> yeah no doubt like i'm uh i'm i'm good i'm good on that you know i mean i feel like a good like 
for me to get back into the realm of story gaming, it would have to be like a six to 10 hour game. Other than that, like I'm probably going to get turned off. So that's fair. If you, if you're getting back into it, um, you don't want something that's going to drag in any way. Yeah, exactly. Well, and we've we've talked about this probably at least three or four times now but that's sort of the allure for me to get back into an mmo is because every day is a new plot in the story right like somebody raided somebody somebody's taken over this land taken over this dungeon you know mm-hmm. i i got this amazing item today that i didn't think i was going to get or whatever maybe you know what i mean and then of course all the interaction okay. between the people you know and and or your channel you know that all sort of come together um that way do you like um like D D type games oh yeah no for sure i would totally be open to uh anything like that uh our D session the other night was pretty cool uh we're definitely all newbies still so it's super rough uh sorry for any anyone who watched that's like a D pro because we were totally that's how you get better yeah we were totally rough around the edges but um also our dm todd um iddq god mode is his twitch name but um yeah shout out to todd um he is doing uh basically the dm portion of it uh and using us as his first sort of test run so we're basically all newbies at this point even though todd is an experienced player not an experienced mm-hmm. dm of dungeons and dragons this a homebrew campaign yeah so he wrote this is called like a one shot basically where mm-hmm. he thought it was going to be three hours but since we're all newbies <laughs> um <laughs> it's it's lasting a bit longer like we only got halfway through the campaign uh the first time through so we're actually going to be doing on the other half next monday night if you guys want to tune into Hi. that, but um, yeah, he wrote the entire story. That is the one shot. If he, awesome. if we decide that we want to like stay together, like if we want to band together for like a bigger campaign, I don't know what's going to go on. I don't know if Todd's going to like decide to use something out of a book or write a, like a big ass campaign. I don't know, but I'm like, I'm excited. Like, I think it's, yeah, it's it's good old adventure, you know, in very basic form. Are you going to play Baldur's Gate 3? Um, I've only done very little research into that game. I know Baldur's Gate has been popular in the past, so maybe. I've been watching Tiger Rider play it because it came out yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, really? OK, well, I'm like yeah, always really access. Oh, OK. Yeah, I'm I'm always down to like watch you know early like early gameplay of, of of games of that nature uh what what did you like about it did you like anything about it early or is what was not your style I mean, normally it's not something i would personally play um because i just don't have that kind of knowledge like i don't know off the bat like what clerics do or what druids do or how to kill orcs like i just don't have that background knowledge mm-hmm. um but he does so it's really nice to see him play it. And he's super enthusiastic about like the dialogue between characters. He like RPs a little bit with like his voice and his character. Oh. So like that makes you enjoy it more when that person is like in it, you know? Yeah, that's really cool. Um, 
But even just watching, like, I think he spent like an hour and a half in like character creation. And you got to see like all the different, like, this game is so detailed, so detailed. Like if you want purple skin and face tattoos and like a slightly puffed out chest, like everything, it's like almost like Sims, but D&D version. Sure. Um, with like how detailed you can be. And like the graphics are stunning. The other people that you meet, like the voice acting's awesome. The way that like the fighting happens is cool. Um, I don't know. I just, I re- I'm really enjoying watching it, but I don't think I would play it. Really? Hmm. Just because I don't have the knowledge. I don't, I don't know what owl bears are. Well, I think there's, you know, there's a meta for every game like that. And it, it may seem daunting at the time, mm-hmm. but it's just like any other game, right? Like you have to play and, and read or watch YouTube videos or whatever, if you want to sort of like speed that process up. But I mean, it's all, yeah. in, it's all in playing the game. I mean, you have to start somewhere, right? Like, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, like, yeah, I mean, maybe I would play it like off stream then. So I don't have like the, the backseating of like other people who are like, oh, obviously you roll like a 3D, whatever the fuck, you know, and then, you know, you're plus whatever to your crit something, you know? <laughs> no, I totally get that. I totally understand that perspective because even when it, with a game like Black Desert Online, where I was so into it, I knew the whole meta at one point in time. And then like being mm-hmm. away from the game and thinking about going back into it, you know, after, you know, five, six, seven months of updates, you really feel like you're out of the loop. You don't know the meta. You're like, do I really want to like relearn five to six, five to seven months of meta and like get caught mm-hmm. back up like with your like gear progression and like so you can do all the end game stuff, you know, at, that's there at the time or whatever it may be. I mean, even that can be daunting, you know, and that's not even including like if you're into PVP or what, you know, your guild is powerful and wants to take over certain realms or castles or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it may be. You know, I mean, there's uh, all sorts of different facets that can be very overwhelming, you know, unless you're on top of it, you know? Yeah, definitely. And it's so much to like remember, you know, because like in this game, like you have a party, you know, like you have a couple characters in your party and they all have different stuff and then you fight different enemies and you got to like position them around this like open map pretty much. Oh, so like if, if you're fighting like an orc, you know, maybe you want like the high ground with one character, but you want to like run the other way with a different character, you know, because it's like turn based. Right. So you'd want like a ranged character to be positioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And a melee character to be up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, front and center. But, yeah, the, it's it, it's interesting. And you can like you encounter other characters and you can like persuade them to be in your party. Or if you're like, no, this person sucks, then don't have them in your party. So. It's, I don't know, it's really cool. I'm really enjoying I it. I think you would like it. You should play it. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> You're like, no. I already have like so many games in like my lineup right now. We'll stick to my story games. I mean, we all have our thing, right? So, you know, it's that's just how it is, you know. I think part of what I'm really enjoying is just watching him play it because mm. he's so into it and he makes it like an easily digestible game, you know, whereas like if I were to play it, like I feel a little intimidated by the amount of lore mm-hmm. um, where he's already like, oh, man, we're going to do this because of this. And holy shit, you know, like <laughs> he's just so into it. No, that's really cool. I see there's there's a little difference for me whenever I want to watch somebody play uh, a game like that. I want to see more of like the skill level of like 
probably PvP or however battles are are fought in you know in a game like that. Where I mean, I do appreciate people that role play and do stuff like that because of people like yourself that watch them. But I want to see like I want to see more of like the skill aspect to a game like that. And for some people that may might that might sound weird, but uh yeah, I mean skill like you just want to see somebody who's good at it. Right. Like good at the good at like the combat system, essentially. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean he hasn't like killed his party or anything. He's definitely good at it. Yeah. Well I it sounds like since it's turn based, it's a little slower pace of a game. I'm not taking anything away from that, but um mm -hmm. yeah no i i definitely i'm gonna i mean it's definitely not as fast paced as Kai. yeah <laughs> i want to <laughs> i want to i want to take uh i want to take a peek at their stream and and check it out because that sounds like a good time so yeah yeah check it out. definitely well uh we'll um, have to we'll have to leave the link below if we remember <laughs> yeah i mean um if not it's just tiger writer he's been streaming for i think like six years oh shit okay What's yeah, up? He's, a, he's like a Twitch OG. I know that the past couple episodes that we put out, uh, well, I guess we should we should probably talk about that. I actually kind of wanted to talk about the last few episodes that we've recorded. Um, but I but the, but the last two, I forgot to put the links to prom, to promo <laughs> our guest, <gasps> but I put them in. I put them in today. So I'm I'm okay. sorry to Matt from media outlaws and sorry two girls on the couch actually no no i take that back because i i did remember i matt i should apologize to um but it is straight now so if you guys are looking for the link for matt at media outlaws his link is is there to his youtube channel go check him out um but yeah no so we've had like so we've had basically like a behind the scenes person we've had fellow podcasters and just this past recording that you guys are going to listen you'll it'll already be out by the time you listen to this but that mm -hmm. will be a fellow twitch streamer of ours uh dragners mm -hmm. and so we've sort of had like a the whole almost the whole gamut of like like different uh content makers that are closer to our platforms so Oh, for sure. And I mean, even before that, we had Little Potato, who's like an IRL friend. Yeah. Yeah. Slash content creator. Just not right now, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. But it's, it's, I don't know. It's been nice because like we just get to to talk to them, you know, yeah. instead of just like trying to dig something out from the back of my brain and be like, all right, let's try to form coherent thoughts out of this puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, I wanted to ask you, I guess this is a good time as any, we should try like a month of podcastage where we do mornings just to see if it's different. Mornings, like how early? Uh, I mean, I start my mornings at 10 central standard. Oh, that's, not early. that's fine. So, yeah. I mean, well, I should take that back. I start work at 10. So it would have mm -hmm. to be like, I'm thinking like 8.30 ish my time so that would be what okay. or no we're in the 30. same we're in the same time zone now mm -mm. no okay hour different oh that's right i was we start at 10 o'clock at night for my time that's zone. right i was thinking about when you lived farther uh west okay yeah so that would be that would be really early or no that would be 9 30 your time yes yeah it could, that's doable right <laughs> yeah I can, I'm, I'm totally fine with it. Um, I, we would just be like, I don't know, like drinking coffee and waking yeah. up and be like, all right, Ray, how's it going? I mean, I feel like this would be like a good way to like start 
the day like get the brain juices flowing because most of the time when i get to work i'm just like yeah i'm here um i'm gonna go do some stuff now <laughs> like i think that's actually a good idea because sometimes like if i do a lot during the day and then I'm, like we have the podcast at 10 o'clock at night and i'm like oh fuck i'm so tired <laughs> yeah there's definitely been i know for both of us you know if i if i have like a long day at work you know, yeah. or you have like a long day of streaming or whatever. I mean, that is basically fucking work. You know, I mean, it's it can be draining, you know, and by the time we're getting to the podcast, like if it's a topic that we're not like stoked about, you know, because there are some weeks where we just kind of are like dragging our feet a little bit and we're kind of like this topic, maybe <laughs> like. Yeah, it's kind of like when you do a bunch of drawings, like not all of them are going to be winners. Yes, yes. And I mean like it's it might sound silly to some but being a podcaster you still have to you have to have the brain juices flowing you know so <laughs> yeah i'm down to try out some morning episodes i think that would be that fun because then i think it would it would help me like start my day you know yeah exactly maybe you still want to do it on wednesdays um it would probably yeah maybe what day i don't know we can talk about this later <laughs> we'll figure it out <laughs> but i just what i wanted to say was i feel like we with the past three guests that we've had we have had mm -hmm. a lot of education uh a lot of yes. laughter some technical difficulties yeah. and uh, yeah. and wholesome and wholesomeness so like yeah we've had a wide range of emotions uh throughout these past couple episodes or a few episodes so we really hope you guys enjoy them. Uh, you really should leave us some feedback and let us know what you guys think seriously uh, because yeah, we've been enjoying absolutely. them, you know? Yeah. And now I also have like a couple more people like in the brain that I'm like, Ooh, could I like get them over here? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm trying to think of like other, like other podcasts even that would, I don't, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard, I guess, to collaborate with other podcasters if, if we're being like we're we're such a general podcast we don't even it's always hard to like whenever you sign up for like a podcast you know platform or something like that and you like have to like pigeonhole us into a certain category it's like what do we pick i mean gaming we talk about a lot um initially when we started this podcast we were going to be like a gaming like guest kind of podcast but we were quickly realizing that that had limitations yes um we wouldn't be able to consistently put out like weekly episodes you know like we would either get burned out or we wouldn't have a guest or we'd run out of you know game shit to talk about yeah so i like the general free form but it's also very hard to like pitch us you know they're like oh what do you talk about everything. every literally <laughs> everything <laughs> Yeah, so I mean we like that is sort of an issue with like kind of making friends so to speak with other podcasters. Um but if you're a podcaster and you're listening to this right now, drop us a line. We'll check out your podcast. You're obviously checking out ours if you're listening to this and we can go from there. I actually talked to somebody on Reddit today that was starting a podcast about gaming and stuff of that, you know, that universe and I was like, "Look, here's our link." Let us know if you'd like to be on. Maybe we'll be on yours. Who knows? And uh, yeah, sort of go from there. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I love talking about other content creators, which is like part of the reason that we've had others, you know, on this podcast is because 
it's so hard to find content um some days where you're just like man i like i'm kind of tired of what i'm like watching or enjoying right now like i want something new but you have no idea how to fucking find it no idea the internet's so big like if you search things you know like you you don't know if you're gonna like it so having guests and having that like one hour like with them you know it can open doors you know like i've been listening to girls on the couch podcasts and crazy shit about murder i didn't know i'd like it yeah (laughs) yeah i mean we were talking about on their episode about like i loved the casualness of how they present it because sometimes you just don't want to like hear a really serious thing you know a serious hour on fucking jack the ripper like you just want to hear two people just kind of talking shit about you know some fuckhead that killed a bunch of people um (laughs) yeah they are and it's really nice that they have that friend dynamic because there's like a little bit of banter between them too yes yes definitely (laughs) definitely so yeah I, i mean i i really enjoyed sort of the whole gamut of of everything that we've had and and moving forward i'm i'm excited i'm excited so and i again i hope you guys are too let us know what you guys think i think this last year has been us like growing into our podcast you know for for you know maybe some weeks we were like oh shit i have no idea what we're doing or like other weeks we're like oh yeah i totally know what we're doing but i think overall like we've we've like established ourselves you know like we we know what we're here for yeah i think coming upon a year sort of like solidified that a bit it at least for me you know yeah it was a mile marker that like in my brain somewhere was like all right you're doing it you're you're still doing it yeah and even if it takes us another year to grow like whatever you know i mean (laughs) i'm still enjoying it yeah yeah i think that's the important part yeah this is like it's very meta for us to talk about this right now but uh we hope that you guys sort of like to hear more like behind the scenes stuff i mean just the process of podcasting or, or or just content creation in general, I like hearing about personally, uh, just like, you know, even if it's not even, I mean, I guess you could call it content, but like just hearing stand-up comedians talk about their process and how they write mm-hmm. jokes or come up with jokes or, you know, what, what inspires them to write jokes, shit like that. I love it. So hope you guys love it too. I do too, because it makes you seem more human, you know, it makes like the thought of if you ever wanted to do something like that, a lot more tangible. Right. Um, Whereas sometimes when you listen to a podcast, you're like, oh, well, maybe I could start a podcast. You have no idea how to or what you would talk about, you know, things like that. So I think when people do talk about like the behind the scenes stuff, it just it's more real. Yeah, I've been bouncing around the idea of recording me doing the entire process of editing this podcast and just putting it out as like a side episode on our channel and if people want to see how it's done from a to z like hopefully that'll inspire them and i love that perspective for me it's more about the thirst for knowledge you know like i want to know you know even though i'll probably never be a stand-up comedian in my life i just want to know how it's done right so like yeah, I hope that like we hit both of those things for you guys uh as far as just, you know, if you're curious about how content is created on whatever platform, um you know, you'll have that and 
if you want to do it yourself, then hopefully we inspire you to do it. Well, there's also like you can take those like snippets of whatever, you know, knowledge you just got and apply it to your own endeavors. So like I've listened to um, people talk about their process of writing comedy and like they'll write a bunch of stuff, um, do like a spiel that's recorded and then watch it back mm. um, and then see like their their cadence, their rhythm, what hit, what didn't, you know, things like that. And when I heard that, I must have heard this like about a year ago. I started doing that with my Twitch channel. I started watching all of my VODs back because then I knew the things that I was doing that like isn't like what I would want to be like presented as. Like if I were a viewer in that channel, like I wouldn't necessarily want to see that, you know? Sure. So yeah, it was it was just a really good tip from like a totally separate category that I was able to apply. That's interesting. I, uh, I've actually done the opposite. So when I first started streaming, I would watch my VODs religiously and now I'm just kind of like, eh. I think I like, I have, I think I'm, I think for me, I've just become so comfortable in myself, not mm. only as a Twitch streamer, but as, as, as a human, as a person that like, I'm just like, yeah, this is me. If you like my content, cool. If not, oh well. <laughs> I don't watch them like minute for minute anymore. I used to when I first heard sure. um, that advice. I used to watch the whole thing sure. and be like, notice like how much I was like touching my face or if like my mic was like picking up anything I didn't want, like setting a cup down or hitting the space bar or you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, since I do play a lot of story games, like I highlight them all into collections so that they have like uploadability later or, you know, rewatchability if I'm on vacation or something. Yeah. Uh, or you want to like make so, like a Twitter clip or whatever it may be, you know, whatnot. Yeah. yeah. yeah for sure. Um, so I do still at least like browse through them um, to notice or if I make a change, like I watch it back to see if it hit. Oh, so like I learned something fun in After Effects uh, over this last couple of days. Um, I make a separate overlay for each one of the games that I play. And right now I'm streaming Monday through Friday and each day is a different game. So each day I have a different overlay and it's themed around the game. But I just learned in After Effects how to do moving lighting effects. Um, so... Yeah. Oh, dude, it looks so cinematic. And I learned how to make realistic dust um, that moves. So in one of my um, overlays on my BRB screen for Resident Evil, it's like a shot from the game that's like down a corridor. And I added like this orange hazy glow from like a lamp in that room. And then I added like moving dust, like in light beams. Um in in that shot as and i also found like a font generator that has the exact font from resident evil 7 so that i could put brb in the same font you know hell yeah it's just like all those little touches that just mean a lot to me no that's yeah absolutely that's like production value at top tier you know <laughs> so that's awesome that's what i want it to be because I, oh, I used to have like really static overlays where like it would just be like a picture and nothing's moving and it's kind of abrasive um, as like a viewer to see somebody moving around and talking and playing a game. And then you just get like a still image. Right. It's, it's 
kind of like a little like, oh, that's uh, no, I don't like that. Right, right. No, yeah, yeah. I, man, I need to like get back into the more production side. I talking to Dragner is like really inspired me to want to like take, you know, programming into it as well. But I mean, having something like that, even, I mean, that just that the little touch, you know, I'm sure it didn't take you like mm -hmm. a huge amount of time to make it either. Like having that a is, couple hours to learn how to like layer it properly. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that is mostly just like learning the program itself. You know, I mean, yeah, it's a little tricky. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, even, you know, I remember using like some of the earlier versions of Photoshop and even I am like learning stuff about Photoshop all the time, you know? So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely something that I personally want to get back into, and that's inspiring to me for sure. Um, both well, if you need any help? I mean, hit me up. But if it's coding, hit up Dragon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, even just like uh, I've kind of told myself that I want to rebrand every year, and I say rebrand not as like a full like name change and all that, but at least like sort of give everything a fresh look every year and I'm due for this year's. So I want to like get back. Oh, I remember when you did it last year. Cause you got like the shield logo. That's really clean. And then you match like your headers and your panels and stuff to it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So basically, you know, taking that, um, to another level, you know, trying to, but you know, this is, I have probably said this a million times on the podcast as well, but like, being a man of many hobbies and shit, you just gotta like, you gotta nail that shit down. <laughs> and I'm the worst. I have a hobby ADD like crazy. So, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's also when you gotta like reach out to other people who like have the time. Yeah. You know, no, that's true too. You know, I mean, you always look at it from like, uh, like this is a little life pro tip for anyone that like always finds themselves wanting to do something by themselves. Um, whether that be for pride, whether that be for knowledge, whatever it may be. But like, let's say mm -hmm. that you need to clean the gutters in your at your house, and mm -hmm. you th th cleaning gutters takes a long time. It doesn't take a lot of skill, but it takes a long time. But if you just pay someone, let's say like let's say that you make twenty dollars an hour, and you have to pay someone twenty dollars an hour to clean your gutters by all means do it because the hour that you were away at work is going to pay for that hour for you to sit on your butt and watch somebody clean your gutters so who knows how to do it quick and easy yes <laughs> so yeah I, I like uh recruiting people in who know how to do the things that i'm struggling to learn um so like the animations and stuff on my channel i have no idea how to do animations i've tried it's so tedious going like yeah. frame by frame and making like the little tweens in between and all that stuff. So like local snack preferences is such a fucking blessing to my channel. <laughs> I, just, I hit him up once in a while and I'm like, Hey, I got a weird idea. And he's like, all right, what is it? Uh, <laughs> we just like mind meld a little bit and make art baby. Yeah, no, that's animation. Forget about it. Like I don't have time. I know I don't have time. And as much as it's cool and I would love to learn it, it's it's just like i barely have time to like learn the coding things that i want to learn so <laughs> oh i yeah. know right there's so many things yeah there's so many things oh all right well we could keep going down this tangent but i believe we're at about that time well it was nice to just kind of do like a little 
like brain dump after this last couple of weeks of having people on, you know? Yeah, it was this was needed. Nice. Well, do you have anything else you want to add before I roll us out? Uh, not particularly. Uh, we're about a month away from Extra Life, so get your pennies ready to donate to a good cause. 24-hour stream. That's about it. All right, right on. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We do put out episodes every single Wednesday. You can find us on YouTube and Spotify, anywhere that you can find a podcast at Egg Sausage Podcast. And we also have a Patreon. It's only a dollar if you want to consider supporting us. It goes a long way and it helps us continue to do what we love. And thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate your time. See you next week. Bye. Bye.